two and three is a test. That's a test. That's a good test. That's a good mic check. Mic check. Checking the mic, and the mic has been checked. What's going on, family and friends? Welcome to episode, what is this, 54? Oof. Episode 54 of the Brent Pella Show, baby. We're here to chill. We're here to have a chill, fun, hang vibe time. This is a fun, chill, hang vibe time. The only agenda we have is chilling and vibing. That's what we do. We're here to make America vibe again, okay? Episode 54 is brought to you by all my favorite people, uh, Blue Blocks, the best blue light blocking glasses on the face of the earth, in my opinion. I love them. I wear these glasses before bed every night uh, when I'm on my phone or on the computer or doing some edits, uh, and it blocks the uh, blue light that comes from digital devices. A lot of studies have shown that blue light can uh, have a negative impact on your body's natural sleep cycle because it lowers your melatonin production. So... I wear blue blocks every day, every night. Go to blueblocks.com slash Brent. Use discount code Brent for 15% off of your purchase. Magnesium breakthrough from Bioptimizers. We got ads today, baby. The thing about ads, and I'll say this shit again, dude, because I've said it before. The thing about ads is if you, if you, if you do the ad thing that I pitch, then it helps me because then they see, oh, his audience likes the product. Let's keep giving him a way to make rent every month. That's, you know, and it's also like, I, I truly do, uh, use all the things that I pitched, including magnesium breakthrough from buy optimizers. Okay. Magnesium is, um, one of the most important nutrients that you can put into your body, especially when it comes to recovery after workout and uh, optimizing your recovery process post-exercise, post-workout. So I, I take magnesium breakthrough every day um, after a workout. And a lot of times I take it in, in the evening because it has like, for me, a similar effect to like a muscle relaxer. It just allows your muscles to kind of wind down from your day and it aids with protein synthesis so that you're getting all the nutrients you need. Um, and it helps you sleep better, helps you rest, helps me rest. Uh, go to magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash brentpella. Use discount code Brent10 on the site um, and get yourself Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. You can get 10% off and they'll send you a free book called the Blueprint Optimization Blueprint Book. Something like that. Sorry, Bioptimizers. I forgot the name of the book, but it's a fucking awesome book and I read it all the time. The Blueprint Optimization. The Biological Blueprint Optimization. That's what it is. The <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking dope at reading ads, dude. Um, so get yourself some magnesium. Finally, last one. And this one's like, like kind of a cool one. Uh, a couple friends of mine created a really cool game. It's called spilling beans. It's a card game and it's, uh, it's a party game for big mouths is how it's pitched. And it's really fun, dude. They sent me a free game and I, I played it with a couple friends the other day. Um, it's uh, it's a card game. You roll a die. You, you bet uh, a certain amount of beans. You put the beans in the pot. You bet a certain amount of beans. And then it has fun. It has fun card games to do. Uh, like, I dare you to imitate a cow having an orgasm. Moo. Oh, moo. Moo, moo, moo. Moo. See, I nailed that dare. How do I know that that's what a cow having an orgasm sounds like we're not going to get into that on this podcast. Okay. But spilling beans, uh, they have launched their Kickstarter. It is live as of today. I'm going to put a link down below this episode on YouTube. Um, or you can go to kickstarter.com and search for spilling beans, spilling S P I L L I N apostrophe beans. 
and donate to their Kickstarter, man, because they're trying to put good vibes into the world, and I support good vibes, okay? Speaking of good vibes, woo-hoo, dude, we're on some good vibes today, dude. A lot of good vibes flowing around right now, I think, I hope, I think so. Uh, in my life, I feel like we got some good vibes coming through. Got some weird vibes. Got some weird vibes coming through. Might have to get a little surgery on my ankle. Yeah. Your boy's got a bone spur <laughs> on my ankle. Y'all ever had a, a spur of bone on your ankle? Don't even know what, what that is. Okay. But I might got to get that removed. But I'm back on the road, dude. Back on the road. Got a bunch of upcoming dates. I'm, I'm pushing super, super hard for Austin, Houston, San Antonio, and Dallas. I'm trying to make big moves out in Texas. Um, so it, it might not be until the end of the summer. But I'm hoping for like a couple of smaller shows in the next month or two. Maybe mid-May in Austin and Dallas. And then something bigger in San Antonio, Houston, Austin, and Dallas. Maybe in August, September. Um, so I'll definitely let you know, uh, what else we got? I'm looking at the calendar. Uh, I'm on the road with JP in Nashville, April 8th through 10th, but I might have, I might be out cause of my ankle. Um, so that's TBD, but JP will be there. And then I'm going to Utah with JP, uh, April 16th and 17th. And I forget where that is, but it's somewhere in Utah near Zion national park. So it's somewhere out there. Uh, and then Lodi, Lodi, California, dude. Your boy is coming home to NorCal at Peltier, Peltier, Peltier. Fuck. How do they pronounce it? I think they, I don't think they pronounce it French. I think they just say Peltier, Peltier winery. Um, my favorite, uh, winery in California, man. It's, it's, they're the coolest people. They make the most delicious wine and, uh, we're doing two shows. We're doing one on Friday, the 23rd and one on Saturday, the 24th. The tickets are live. Now these shows will sell out. The Friday is almost sold out. We just added the Saturday show. Um, so go get your tickets and they're going to, it's going to be big. I think it's outdoors in a big area. They have awesome like hors d'oeuvres and snacks and food. And of course the wine is, is just insane there. So, uh, even if you can't come to Peltier winery for that show, buy their wine. It's a Peltier.com. I think, um, where else? Philly punchline, Philadelphia opening for JP, the 20th through 22nd, uh, Vista, California down by San Diego on May 8th. Oh, and that was May 20th through 22nd in Philly. And then a bunch more, bro, at the end of the summer. I'm so excited, man, to get back on the road, dude. And and and, and I think people are excited to, to like, um, you know, come back out. You know what I mean? I uh, Oh, I, I was just in Tacoma, Washington. I didn't tell you guys about this. Tacoma, we did 15 shows in Tacoma because they're at 50% capacity and all 15 were sold out. It was insane. Tacoma, Washington was wild. Um, completely lost my voice around show eight because I've been opening with a Gavin Newsom joke up top and that just like obliterates my vocal cords. I really need a vocal coach, dude, or like some type of vocal. I just got to commit to these vocal exercises that I know. It's so hard to wake up and just go, but I got to do that shit. I really got to do it, man. Um, happy to be back on stage. Hopefully Tacoma again soon. LA on the 26th of March. That'll be this coming Friday. Uh, yeah, dude, a lot of fun. New video out today. If you're watching this on Monday, the 22nd new video out today called how to be mad in 2021, how to choose what to be angry about. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but it's a, uh, it's a commercial for a brand new card game has nothing to do with the spilling beans, but it's about, um, you know, 
just how people get so mad, dude. People get mad, uh, like, like as if it's their job to get mad at a certain sect of society. People get mad, like they're obligated to get mad at certain people. You know what I mean? Like if you're a Democrat, you're obligated to hate Republicans no matter what and vice versa. If you're a Republican, you're obligated to hate Democrats no matter what. And it's like, no, dude, you can disagree. You can think someone's a complete fucking idiot. Maybe they are. But that doesn't mean blindly support your people nonstop. No one should blindly support anyone, in my opinion. This is my, this is Brent's opinion. This is Brent's opinion time, okay? Because you know your boy's not Republican or Democrat. Your boy is a vibe, okay? Your boy is the party of vibes. We are in the Pella party. That is the only Pella party that exists. And it is the only high vibe political party on planet Earth, okay? We are here to make America vibe again. We are here to MAVA. So I see these people on both sides, just getting completely angry at the other side, ignoring. And it's always like, Oh, but what about this? Oh, but what about this? And it's like, dude, stop excusing your people just to shut down other people. And like, don't excuse anyone. No one deserves an excuse. Ted Cruz's dumbass doesn't ex- deserve an excuse. Just like Gavin doesn't deserve an excuse. Just nobody deserves an excuse. You know what I mean? And, um, so that's what, that's what that video is about. And I had to bring Kamala into it cause she has a shady ass history as an a- as attorney general of California. Um, and you know, no, people, it just feels like are scared to call her out. Even the articles about her are like, well, let's not be so quick to judge Kamala. Like, bro, she flipped from putting people in jail for weed, keeping them in jail for low level offenses for longer than they needed to be into let's bring everybody out of jail now that was in jail for a minor drug offense like i want i want to see somebody that gets released from prison that she helped keep in prison i would love to know what they have to say it's probably going to be like oh well finally she came to her senses and like yeah in, in one sense yeah for sure 100 percent. anytime you you flip in politics all the time remember how hillary was against gay marriage and then all of a sudden she's like a champion for gay rights you flip in politics and i get that that's the game. That's a political game. That's why your boy isn't a politician. Okay. But it's just, it's ironic to me how somebody can flip and then be applauded for the act of flipping and never, and like no one ever wants to bring up their past again, you know? And I'm not saying judge people by their past. I'm just saying, don't forget a politician's past. You know what I mean? Like, especially somebody who's making rules like an everyday person. Yeah. If somebody makes a mistake in the past and it's not a pattern of behavior, we don't need to bring that person's past up all the time. But if it's a politician, a rule maker that was like one way when it comes to legislation and flipped to another way. Yeah. Let's keep talking about that. Let's, let's like really dig into the, why that person flipped. Woo! Politics, dude. Fuck man. God damn. Gosh, darn. I got to stop cursing. It's a bad habit. Um, but you know, it comes from, uh, emotion. I think, you know, I, I try not to curse for shock value. I don't, I, I don't even think about it when I curse, but I know it, uh, it's a lot. Cursing is a lot. Dude, I had my birthday a couple days ago and, uh, we went to this Italian restaurant. It was a big recommendation from a buddy of mine. He said, Hey, go to this restaurant in Santa Monica. It's delicious. You love Italian food. Go to this restaurant. Go to the restaurant. It's called Frito Misto in Santa Monica. Walk into the restaurant. They're playing classic rock music. Dude, the signs were there immediately. We walk into this restaurant. The signs were there that this is not the place for Brent's birthday. Okay, they're playing classic rock. They're serving food on like your grandma's weird porcelain dishes. Okay, 
got an appetizer that tasted like fri- it was fried ravioli that tasted like it had been sitting out in the moonlight for two weeks. Not even the sunlight, the moonlight. Okay. And then we sent it back, got a new one. It was caprese, but the tomatoes were like frozen. The cheese was awful. I couldn't believe how bad it was. And so we ended up going to um, this really good place in Santa Monica. And I, I, I told the guy at the front door, I was like, hey, man, you know, we were just at this awful place. Uh, it was really disgusting. And he was like, oh, what's it called? I was like, Frito Misto. And he was like, hey, mama, you can't go to Frito Misto. Everybody knows this is so bad there. It's so bad. <laughs> and then I showed him a picture of my uh, Instagram, Brent's Food, which is where all my uh, I put all pictures of all the pasta that I make. And he was looking at it. He's like, oh, this is really good. You cook with passion, huh? And I was like, yeah, I cook. And it was the manager of the restaurant. He was like, hey, are you, are you looking for a job? He offered me a job. But, dude, he offered, me a sh- he offered me a chef job. I could be a chef at an Italian restaurant in Santa Monica right now. This podcast doesn't pop off soon. I might go be a chef, okay? That'd be pretty cool. I said no. I turned it down, unfortunately. I, I, I do not have the time to be a chef at an Italian restaurant right now. But... I think it'd be pretty cool if, uh, you know, career goes to certain places I would like it to go to one day do like a, a week residency at an Italian restaurant. I think that'd be rad. Put all my own dishes together, you know, little Brent specials. Yeah. Uh, so the birthday was cool. I turned 17. It's really weird. Um, did I just pick my nose? Absolutely. I just picked my nose. 100%. I just picked my nose. You can see it on the video. What am I going to do? Lie? I got a booger. I need to get it out. What are you going to do? Not get the booger out? Come on. All right. Did you guys see uh, Kylie Jenner? Um, Dude, Kylie Jenner's makeup artist was uh, injured really badly in a car accident is what it looked like. And that's super sad and a bummer. And then Kylie Jenner asked people to donate to his his GoFundMe to pay for medical expenses. Kylie Jenner, the woman who's worth a billion dollars, dude, 500 million times two is what she's worth. And she's asking people to donate. She donated $5,000, $5,000. Somebody broke down her income. She makes 19 grand an hour, dude. And she's asking people to donate. Oh, fuck Kylie Jenner. How about that, dude? Kylie Jenner is worth a billion dollars and she's asking people to donate to her makeup artists. GoFundMe. What, what is the reasoning in people's minds that could do where you do that? How do you, how do you have, even if like half her money is stocks, equity, whatever, she's got to have at least a hundred million cash, a drop in the bucket, dude, a couple grand, 10 grand, 30 grand, 50 grand, however much it was. That's nothing. And she's going to ask people to donate? That's insane. That's so crazy. That's just so crazy, dude. Somebody, here's what it was. Let me pull up the screenshot because this was just so crazy to me. Where is it? Right here. Folks are defending Kylie Jenner by pointing out that she donated $5,000 to her makeup artist's medical GoFundMe. Her net worth is $900 million. So she donated point zero 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 six percent of her net worth if your net worth were one hundred thousand it would be the same as donating 56 cents 
So for me, it's the same as donating 0.5 cents, probably. <laughs> Dude, that's so crazy. What a garbage person, Kylie Jenner. Hey, Kylie, you're, gar you're trash, dude. You're trash. You're trash. Do something good and then not be trash anymore. But right now, you are a piece of garbage. You're a piece of trash. The apartment I just moved into, whenever I want to uh, take out the garbage, I walk right outside my door. I turn right, and literally two steps away is the room for the trash chute. And now when I take out the trash, I open the trash chute and I say, hey, Kylie, here's some more. And I throw the trash down it because the trash is joining more trash, which is Kylie because she's trash because she's a piece of trash. You ever seen a wrapper on the ground? Next time you see a candy wrapper on the ground, don't say, oh, no, it's trash on the ground. Say, oh, no, it's Kylie Jenner is on the ground because she's trash. Okay, that's enough about Kylie. She doesn't deserve my attention. Um, <laughs> how about the new Gavin Newsom rule? Can't scream on roller coasters. That's not his rule. That's not his rule. That was a recommendation, I think. Let me see what that was. So I'm not getting deplatformed for misinformation. Uh, screaming on roller coasters. No more screaming on California roller coasters, dude. Disney will not let guests scream on California roller coasters. So this is just a recommendation. It's being reported. Uh, it's just a recommendation. But like, why would you make that recommendation, dude? Why even make that? The recommendation, it was a guideline from the California Attractions and Parks Association. So to clear up some confusing reports, at no point has CAPA recommended Limiting yelling or screaming. Uh, Californians amusement park. These guidelines do not prohibit screaming. All right. Where did it come from then? Wouldn't be allowed. It points to people responsible reopening plan. Come here, dude. No, come here. Has spent this. Da, 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 da. There, it's a guideline. It's the same shit as when Gavin put some stuff out in mid October about large gatherings and then went on a press conference to be like, no, no, no. Those were just guidelines. Uh, uh, uh no, uh, see those were just, uh, guidelines. <laughs> we don't, uh, expect people not to scream. We just expect them, uh, to not open their mouths when they breathe. <laughs> What's next, dude? What's next, bro? What's next? Uh, whenever you uh, drink a bottle of water, make sure you don't swallow. <laughs> this will lower your chances of contracting water virus. <laughs> like, dude, what are we doing here? You guys got to stop being dumb, man. You're so stupid. You're so dumb, dude. Oh, man, you're so dumb. How are the people in charge so dumb? How are the people in charge so absolutely stupid? I can't, I just can't, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand how people are so dumb. You know what I mean? Like people that are mad at the Texas governor for reopening and getting rid of the mask mandate. Hey, what'd you expect him to do? He's the governor of Texas. He's a Texas governor. What did you expect him to do? Keep things locked down and import more, more oat milk? What do you expect the governor of Texas to do besides be Texan as fuck, dude? 
He's the governor of Texas. What'd you expect him to do? Recommend four masks? Come on, dude. People are so over this, dude. People are so over it. Man, I can't wait for the next recommendation from Fauci, dude. This guy keeps coming up with new stuff to make us do, man. Just new things all the time. New ways to wear your mask. New numbers of masks to wear on your face at the same time, dude. If you had showed me a picture of Fauci this time a year ago, I would have been like, oh, that's a Muppet. That's the guy that has sex with Ernie, right? He looks like a Muppet, dude. You showed me a picture of Gavin Newsom a year ago. I didn't know who Gavin Newsom was. In February 2020, I had no idea who our governor was. Didn't know. Just straight up didn't know. Straight up didn't care. Okay? Should Probably should have. For sure should have been more involved. 100%. But also... Felt pretty chill not knowing. Felt pretty chill. And now, and now he's my nightmare. Now his voice haunts my dreams. A year ago, would have been like, oh, that that's the bad guy in every James Bond movie, right? Isn't that the bad? And technically, it's like not far off. It's kind of like what he is, you know? But now it's like, damn, dude, I got to know about all these people, man. I got to know about these people. Fuck. Damn, I wonder if he'll get recalled. I wonder if he'll actually get recalled. I wonder if he will. I, I talked to JP about this the other day, and, and I was just, my, my biggest concern, and dude, feel free to comment on this, because this is something I don't, um, I don't fully, I, I, I don't know the inner workings of, of the political beast that is the California governorship, but uh, my concern, I don't want him as a governor. I don't want him. I want someone else. Let's say that up top. My concern with the recall is would recalling Gavin be too time consuming? Would it take up too much, too much taxpayer money? And would it take away from the effort to get vaccines out? Because in my opinion, everybody that wants a vaccine needs to get one immediately. And the slower that process goes, the more delayed the reopening will be. If we ever even fucking reopen again, unlock the basketball hoops. You know what I mean? So, you know, recalling him, then, th then it has to go to like another vote. And how much does that take away or interfere with the vaccine rollout plan? And if it doesn't at all, and we can keep getting vaccines out for everybody who wants them, um, then great. Get the, f tell that dude to fuck off and let's get somebody more capable in here. That isn't a, you know, pretty boy piece of shit. You know what I mean? Uh, that hopefully has some empathy for people in the state. Because, um, like, the vaccine, dude, I don't care if you don't want the vaccine. I don't care if you do. If you do, get it and get it immediately. And, you know, I, I know there's a, lot of, there's, there's a lot of people out there that think the vaccine is the mark of the beast. And, hey, you're entitled to that opinion, okay? I love you so much. You can think whatever you want, all right? Okay? But the people who want it should get it immediately. And if going through a recall process means this dude presses pause on the rollout plan or somebody comes in with a worse plan, uh, that's just bad news for the whole state, dude, because we're in a state where a lot of people want the vaccine, and that's totally fine, dude. I've never, like I said before, bro, I'm not anti-vax. I never have been. I'm pro do whatever the hell you want, and... um. 
I just don't want anything to interfere with that shit because I want California to open up. I'm ready. For, I'm ready for California to open up, dude, because I'm going to take over. After all these people have left for Texas, I'm going to rise up, dude, like a, like a vibey phoenix from the ashes. That's what I want to do. I want to rise up and lift Mother, Mother California back up again, okay? That's what I want. I just want California to feel good, okay? Um, and I'm doing what I can. Did that NFT drop, raised 300 bucks, not a lot of money, but some, it was 300 total. I said, I'll give half of it to uh, shelter partnership, which is a LA based nonprofit that actively works to end homelessness. I ended up giving all of it to shelter partnership because $150 is not worth just keeping. So 300 bucks went straight to them. Felt pretty cool. Uh, it was a nightmare to go through the NFT process. It was really like that shit is hard, dude. I don't know if there's any digital artists out there going through that, but the gas fees are a nightmare. I, I spent, I think, maybe 250 bucks just in gas fees because I did it wrong the first time, so I had to double my money again, and then you have to pay in order to accept somebody's bid. Oh, God, what a what a terrible process. But I want to release another one. So if you're in the NFT world, if you're, in the, if you're in that space, if you're into collecting digital art, and if you love comedy, then uh, keep an eye out, man, because I really think that there's going to be some really cool opportunities with NFTs and um, virtual reality, augmented reality, and creating links between my live shows and the virtual world and what I can do with like digital pieces of art and comedy together. So I'm really excited for that. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, got another video coming out this week with, with JP. We did one that came out the other day called um, When Political Correctness is Life. That was fun. Just two dummies kind of talking to each other. And uh, I got another one coming out that I wrote called How Spiritual People Talk Politics. Actually, we co-wrote that because he wrote a bunch of lines for it. We wrote that in the green room in Tacoma at the Tacoma Comedy Club. And um, that'll be out Wednesday, the 24th. How Spiritual People Talk Politics. Dude, everybody's arguing about like, red states and blue states but like shouldn't we all just be in a flow state <sighs> spiritual people talk politics dude which stems from all my spiritual friends like being super blase and nothing and like trying to find some like comfortable middle space where they didn't really have to worry about anything that's and I, that's not the middle ground too when people talk about middle ground i don't think the middle ground is just some neutral void where you can live and just be like, oh, that's stupid and that's stupid. I'm in the middle. No, I think uh, to me, and again, this is just an opinion, is the middle ground is more like you have the ability to identify bullshit and truth no matter where it comes from, whether it's this side, that side, that side, or that side. It doesn't matter what side it comes from, right, left, up, or down. You can identify bullshit and truth because you are a sovereign thinker. You are, you are an independent thinker. You do your own research. You, you can, you can, uh, have an, you can have an opinion that sides with, with the left and have a different opinion that sides with the right at the same time. You can support people from the left and the right at the same time. You can see the good of people on the left and the good of people on the right at the same time. And the bullshit of a lot of people on this side or that side at the same time. To me, that's what the middle ground is. And you can still like, you can still be, you know, hundred percent on board with, uh, being a conservative Republican and believe in every single thing that Republicans stand for and vice versa. You can believe in every single thing that 
Democrats stand for, but you can still have the ability to point out bullshit from that side. And even though you might say, oh, no, I'm a progressive Democrat, as long as you can point out the bullshit. Although there is a lot of bullshit out there. So it's like, you know, if you're really identifying 90% or above as one side, I wonder if you have the ability to see bullshit. To me, if you identify as 90% or above on the right or the left, then to me, I, I would question your ability to see bullshit. Because I think there's more than 10% bullshit on both sides. I don't see how it would be possible to identify 90% to 100% as one, as either left or right. I don't, I just don't get that because there's so much bullshit, dude. There's so much like, like there's so many bad things about both. I don't know. It's hard to put a percentage on it. I don't know. Maybe you can, I guess. Maybe you just, cause like the people, you know what I mean? I don't know. Fuck it. Whatever, dude. That's my stupid ass political rant. I got to get my mind off politics. I guess that's what kind of is fun to talk. It's just fun to like learn. You know what I mean? It's fun to learn, dude. We learn, dude. That's what we learn. That's what we do on this, on this show, dude. We kind of, we kind of just kick back and vibe and learn, dude. Having a good time, dude. Having a good time. I would love to see Jake Paul fight Conor McGregor. I've been on clubhouse recently a lot, like too much. And clubhouse is super fun. Uh, besides the circle jerking that goes on there is pretty crazy. Like every five minutes, somebody pops in just like, Hey guys, I just want to jump in real quick and say, you know, Crystal, you've done such a wonderful job moderating this room. And, and if, if anybody doesn't follow Crystal, you definitely should. She's a wonderful person. She's terrific. Look at her art, check out her new NFT drops. She just wants to do so much good for the world. And it's so like amazing just hearing how, how, how she, she can like just find like the positive spin on life and, and really is having a positive impact in people's lives. And so crystal, I just wanted to publicly applaud you for this. And I'm listening to the every five minutes in some of these rooms. It's just, just people circle jerking each other, dude. It's, it's so annoying. It's so annoying, dude. It's so annoying. Like it, it's, I pray this doesn't last long, but it's become such a disgusting like pattern in all of these clubhouse rooms that it's made me not want to go on as much. Some of the rooms are um, incredible. I was in a room with Marty Callen. This is Callen, Marty Callen the other day, the uh, famous director. He's directed a ton of comedy specials and he had like incredible insight and he was telling stories about Stevie Nicks and Robin Williams and it was so funny, man. And so some of these rooms are really incredible. I was in another room. I was on stage with Jake Paul and Snoop Dogg and the game at the same time. And everybody was talking about NFTs and, and uh, uh, entertainment and the future of digital entertainment. And it was so cool. Really cool. But then I'm in these other rooms and every five minutes it's like, hey, guys, I just wanted to let everybody know that, you know, Stefano is just doing such an incredible job. And, you know, I, I've been on the road. I manage DJs, artists. I'm a record producer, graffiti artist. I meditate every day. I have a clear head and I just want everybody to have a clear head so we can all just kind of work together to bring peace and unity into the world. And it's like, dude, we're talking about like AI, bro. Why are you, why are you trying to circle jerk yourself? And why are you jerking off in front of everybody on Clubhouse, dude? We don't need this. So <laughs> and it's funny too. Sometimes I'll go in a room and people will start quoting the clubhouse video I made because it, it kind of pokes fun at all that stuff. Um, but I recommend clubhouse. I, I think it's the future of, of social media is going to be uh, different apps like clubhouse. And I know Twitter is trying to do it. 
right now too. Uh, but the Jake Paul thing, uh, I listened to Jake Paul talk like a normal person a lot on Clubhouse recently uh, instead of, you know, being just a social media dickhead. And uh, sounds like a chill dude, to be honest. Gotta be honest. I still would beat the living fuck out of him on the basketball court if we play one-on-one. But sounds like a chill guy. We could chill after I beat his ass. We could ch- After I beat that ass, we can kick it. After I beat that sweet ass one-on-one on basketball court, we can go get some salt and straw ice cream, dude. Hey, Jake, play me one-on-one, and then let's go get Froyo. And chill, because you seem like a chill dude. But let me cross you the fuck over and score on you many, many times without you scoring back. And then let's go get some breakfast burritos, dude. And then let's kick it, man. I want Jake Paul one-on-one so I can beat his ass. And then I want Jake Paul one-on-one so I can embarrass him in front of his family and friends. And then I want to take him out to a super chill lunch on a patio rooftop in Santa Monica. And we can kick it. We can kick it after I beat that ass, Jake. Come on. Dude, Jake, I, I, I would put money on Jake to beat Conor McGregor in a boxing match. Not MMA. He would die. But in a boxing match, I would. And here's why, dude. Uh, a is because size. Jake's got like a ton of size on the guy. And B, you know, Conor McGregor has that like Irish fighter confidence. But Jake Paul has that I'm a YouTube creator and I make shitty content confidence. There is no higher confidence than a YouTuber that makes shitty content, dude. And I would know. Okay. There is no higher confidence, dude. If you make shitty content on YouTube, you have the highest confidence of anyone that lives. And so that's why I think Jake Paul would beat Conor McGregor in a boxing match. So Jake, you go box Conor. Okay. And then you start putting up some shots. So you can get rid of that, all that boxing weight. All right. And that, those boxing muscles. Okay. And then you hit me up. We go play one-on-one. We play first to, to 25 by twos and threes. Cause when you play ones and twos, it's a different ratio of points. Of course that's street ball, but you know what? If we're going to play for real, for real, and you want to play with the big dogs, dude, and you want to play like big boys do, then you play me one-on-one to 25 by twos and threes. And then we go get some, some ice cream on the beach after, man. And we just hang, dude, like some bros, dude. Hit me up, Jake. <laughs> uh, guys, that's it for episode 54, man. Thank you so much for chilling. Blueblocks.com slash Brent for my favorite blue light blocking glasses. Magnesiumbreakthrough.com slash Brent Pella. Discount code Brent10 for uh, 10% off plus the biological optimization blueprint book. And check out my friend's Kickstarter for Spilling Beans. Live now, help these guys raise enough money to get their game out. Uh, They already have, um, what do they have? They have uh, distribution lined up, but they need help covering the final costs of production. And a cool thing about that is for every game purchased, they donate a can of beans to a local food bank. So uh, beans for everybody, you know what I mean? Uh, And that's it, guys. I love you so much. This has been episode 54. I hope you had a chill, fun vibe hang time, okay? Get out there and vibe and drink some water. All right? Love you. See ya.